Hey there, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews made the shock decision to cancel the 2026 Commonwealth Games, citing blown out costs. But was the result inevitable? I'm Aaron Young. We're going to find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello and welcome. So the 2026 Commonwealth Games was going to be a little unusual due to the decision to not host it at the MCG, the famous Melbourne Stadium, but actually to spread it right across Victoria's regions. While that is obviously a pretty good idea of bringing some much needed cash into the regions, turned out to make it really, really expensive. And now no games at all. The cost, the main reason for cancellation. Here's a Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews with part of that announcement. What's become clear uh, is that the cost of hosting these games in 2026 is not the $2.6 billion which was budgeted and allocated and is sitting, uh, vast, vast majority of which has not been spent. Uh, it's not $2.6 billion, it is in fact at least $6 billion uh, and could be as high as $7 billion. And I so just let that sink in, not 2.6, but could be as high as $7 billion. The conversation now turns to what happens next. What will the impact be on Victoria's regions who had been hoping, praying for a lot of money being spent from tourists and from people involved in the Commonwealth Games coming from right around the world as well? Should the government have seen this coming? Was this a setup for more? Let's bring in Victoria University's Rochelle Imey uh, for more, who's in Ballarat, one of the regional centres which would have done well from this. Obviously, a huge amount of disappointment. Talk to us about how this may have happened. Yeah, look, I think it's very disappointing um, in terms of, you know, the, the, the costs blow out. Um, why did we not know about this sooner? It is a really good question, and we've heard differing perspectives from whoever you ask, but the Commonwealth Games Organising Committee has simply said, we had been warning the Victorian government that by doing it this way, adding additional hubs uh, like Gippsland, for example, was going to increase the cost, and yet the decision was coming out of the Premier's office. Obviously, there was an election at the end of last year. That simply raised the question, was this designed to win regional votes and then scrapped after? Yeah, I mean, the cost is a lot higher when you start um, distributing it to, to many different places. You know, you've got the, the, the infrastructure is one thing, but, um, you know, the, these these regional towns aren't uh, large enough even in terms of accommodation. Um, there's a lot of logistics um, that, that those regions just don't have. And the cost to build that in, in such a small period is, is extremely high. But there were, and we've seen from the, the people on the news who've been interviewed, there were a lot of people who were planning to build, who'd been taking out loans to be able to extend their pubs, their hotels, their accommodation. This would have been an absolute boon for regional centres like Geelong, which have been struggling after the closure of the car sector. That was the whole concept. This will help the regions. And now it's over. Um, and it's not like they had any attempt to try and pair anything back at all. It was all or nothing. And they chose nothing. Yeah, absolutely. I went to some um, regional uh, government forums recently and they all talked about the legacy in terms of jobs, um, in terms of the build of infrastructure, but also of tourism. And that's that's lost now. But they're still building um, a lot of the infrastructure. And that amazes me. Why are we spending $150 million in Ballarat to upgrade 5,000 seats of Mars Stadium? That's not a legacy of benefit to the community at all. Yeah, it's interesting. It feels like the conversation we had after the Greek Olympic Games, which is what happens to all of these uh, white elephants after the Games, we're going to end up with white elephants in Victoria without even having the Games. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, how does it cost $150 million for 5,000 seats for an event that's not even or not even happening? Um, are they going to be gold-plated and they're going to have bum warmers in Ballarat? I mean, um, they're not accessible to, to the community. That money could be spent on so many more worthwhile needs in terms of, you know, health, housing, education um, or community sport. It's also a sign for the economy, isn't it, when the Victorian Premier says it was a choice of either health and education or a $7 billion games. Usually, if you bid for the games, you can generally afford both. And that's been the key point here is why did they bid for the games? Has there been an Olympic Games or a Commonwealth Games in the past 30 years that hasn't run over budget? <laughs> That's a good point. We did run the Commonwealth Games, you know, recently, so we should know how much it costs. Um, so, in terms of those budgets, we, we should have known how much it was going to cost to actually run the games, and what's the return on investment? Um, we don't have a return now in terms of that two billion dollars we're, we're still going to spend um, because we don't have the tourists uh, spending money, and we don't have the the jobs uh, in those local communities now either. And you make a really good point about Victoria hosting or Melbourne hosting the 2006 Commonwealth Games. So many of the uh, huge building infrastructure for swimming centres, etc., they were either built just for the games, uh, or, but many of them were already built. So we had an idea of how much things would cost. We have a state where there's always a lot of construction. We have an idea of how much that would cost. So clearly the $2.6 billion figure was either wrong from the start or grossly inadequate to build all of the infrastructure required because it's not just stadiums in different parts of the state in these different regional cities. It's also everything that goes with it from the security as well as uh, the facilities for the athletes too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it seems insane that we have MSAC in Melbourne, um, but we were going to build a temporary pool down in Geelong. Um, that, that's not a legacy in terms of the taxpayers' dollars and, and a benefit to the community. So where do we go from here? Because the Victorian government essentially have said, that's that. Um, the Commonwealth Games Organising Committee have said, uh, what do we do next? This has come as quite a shock to us. It was a dawn call. We've now heard from the British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, who says that Australia needs to sort it out, but no state actually wants the Commonwealth Games now. Where to from here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's also disappointing that Dan Andrews didn't actually uh, mention anything about the athletes. Um, you know, imagine those people that are training uh, their whole lives to be able to perform at their peak uh, in Australia uh, amongst their, you know, home home hometowns. And now that's that's lost. Um, I think it's really quite disappointing that there was no no mention of that at all. He was asked if he's sorry, if he wants to say sorry to the athletes, and he says, I won't say sorry for not spending $6 billion. You make a really good point there. I think that this could be the moment, though, we do also ask another question, which is how do the games, how do infrastructure spending become so expensive? The great thing about infrastructure spending on Olympic Games or Commonwealth Games is it's a hard deadline. None of this, the tunnel will be built by 2023. No, it won't. It will be 2026 because of problems. If that's the case, it misses the games, right? Having that hard deadline is something that Victorian infrastructure projects, if I can be so bold, actually do need. 
<laughs> Absolutely, and then things might get done on time. But what's important, though, is that they're on budget as well um, in terms of the cost. Um, because but why they do the so games expensive. cost so much money? Why is it billions of dollars? Why do the Olympic Games cost $15 billion um, when we talk about other countries doing it? We can see what's happening in Queensland as well, uh, the Brisbane Olympic Games. No one else seemed to want the games, which is why Brisbane was able to get them. Have we now gotten to a stage where no one wants the Commonwealth Games and no one wants the Olympic Games because they're too expensive? Oh, absolutely. That that is a problem because of the the cost involved, and it's not just the infrastructure. It's it's security. It's it's transport. It's everything, and it's it's such a small window of period of time, and we know that those that that infrastructure is not turned into community um, assets. Um, it is um, they are white elephants, and unfortunately, they aren't um, repurposed for community needs. And we've heard a lot of people say that the Commonwealth Games are now completely irrelevant um, as well. And maybe that's a reason why that this has happened. Obviously, Australia has a, a very difficult relationship right now in terms of its place in the Commonwealth. We have the referendum coming up on the voice to uh, the Aboriginal voice to parliament. Um, is now a time, do you think, to look at the Commonwealth Games as a whole uh, or do you think that they still have a place? Look, I think it's important that, that athletes have opportunities to to train and um, actually perform um, at an international stage. So if it's not the Commonwealth Games, you know, four years is a long stretch um, for, for athletes to be able to to compete. So I think um, international um, events are, are really important in terms of uh, athlete development. If I think about my fitness four years ago, it's different to where it is now. We change, right? We grow older. Uh, and therefore, that two-year journey between both was a lot quicker and a lot, a lot better for athletes. It gave them a second chance. Oh, absolutely. And especially to um, those those athletes that might not be uh, able to play in the, the Olympic Games um, due to their, their performance or, or their age, it is another stepping stone for those uh, aspiring athletes to be able to perform at an international level. Yeah. And of course, the reputational damage as well will be something we'll be talking about for quite some time. Rochelle, really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. And that is a program for now. For more on this, you can head to tickernews.co. See you soon.